Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Match Reaction Show here on the Rangers Ravel. My name is Martin Douglas and I am joined today by Scott Kennedy. Scott, how are you? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> also joined by my fellow co-host Derek. Derek, my friend, how are you? Absolutely superb, Martin. How's yourself? Um, I'm absolutely superb now. <laughs> um, obviously here to discuss Rangers 1 Celtic now. Scott, we could go over this and that and this and that, but I suppose the main takeaway is 19 points clear. I win at Ibrox, but how did we win? <laughs> Why are you asking that? I told you I was going to ask you. <laughs> uh, how did we win? Why did we win? I don't really care. 1 0. Didn't even have a shot on target. Whether whether it came off the backside of the referee, I don't really care. Um, I think we can all look at the game and pick the bones out of it and say, yeah, we went at our best. Um, I don't want to give them any praise whatsoever. However, they did. They did turn up, and they were at us out of the blocks. Um, and it, I think it took it by surprise. Saying a champions, Derek, that you don't play well at all. You don't register a shot on target, and you still win the game. Which is actually, if you if you want to be brutal about it, it's quite embarrassing for the team you're playing. One hundred percent. And you know what it is? It takes the legs away from them as well. You know, I'm trying not to be cheesy uh, and 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 rub it into people here, but. To, for them to play out players for the majority of the game and come away with zero is absolutely fantastic for the psychology of our team. We didn't deserve to win today, but we did. And that's all that matters. That's a hammer blow to them. They will capitulate now, in my opinion, and, and I can't wait to watch it. We'll obviously discuss the game in a bit more detail, Scott, and we'll go through wee individual incidents and stuff. But without maybe getting too carried away or maybe getting too carried away, is that the league done now? Is that us one? Are we champions? Absolutely not. No, it's not one until it's one. I'll have <laughs> zero talk of winning the title until it's mathematically impossible for us to be caught. 19 points is an absolutely fantastic lead at this stage of the season. And I, 
I don't remember being this far ahead in my lifetime and playing the way we are absolutely um and, and being, being able to where we come but I still, I still I want to get carried away from this moment and I want to celebrate this moment but by no means am I celebrating me and I think very very absolutely perfectly there when he says they must be coming away thinking what more can we do interestingly when we beat them at Parkhead Right, we we were the better team. I think they had more of the ball because we let them have it, and they came away from that thinking, "Well, they let us have the ball, and we couldn't hurt them. We we couldn't hurt them." And then they struggled after that point onwards because up to that point they're on a run as well. They've come into this game, and it's almost all the first. They've had all the ball, they've had all the play, they've had the the chances, the only chance of the game were all there, and they've again come away with nothing. They've got no answer. And listen, I should just say we are obviously live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, if you could please subscribe, leave us a like. If you're watching on Facebook, like and share. And of course, if you're watching on Twitter, leave us a like and maybe a wee retweet. But Derek, I think if we take a look at the game, I think in the end, the reason why we did win was because of the heroics of a certain Mr. Alan McGregor. Listen, Alan McGregor's been doing that since the day he came back. For me, he's the most important signing that we've made in the last three years. He had no right to save that Griffith shot. It was going in the top corner. Shift his feet lovely and he got it round the post. The other one was good. It was written more down his throat. The one from Edward, uh, you know, in the first first half, first kind of 10 minutes or first five minutes actually was, you know, world class. But that's what he does. That's what he brings to the team. He's a natural born winner. He doesn't accept any any less than what he gives himself to the team and that goes permeates all through our squad. For me, he's been the most important signing and today he deserves the man of the match that he got for me. It kind of speaks volumes for the games, but he's doing his job, and he'll he'll be the first to say that that's just his job. But the save from Griffiths and, and Edward were, were totally out the top draw. There's no doubt about it. I know a man in a match, Scott. Absolutely no doubt. And Alan McGregor again just shows that, like Stephen Gerrard says, he is world class. Uh, yeah, well, I was actually going to disagree and say Haji came on and changed the game. <laughs> 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 I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can wax lyrical about uh, McGregor and everything that he does. He doesn't let us down. The times that he does make an error, his teammates bail him out because they know how important he is and what he gives to the team. Uh, we've seen it since he rejoined. The level of contribution that he makes, he can't save everything. No. He wins us points. He won us three points today. He could have won us a point, but we actually went on and somehow scored. Won us three points today. The level, he, his standards are so high. And, you know, one day we're, go, we're actually going to have to face another time without Alan McGregor. And we've been really fortunate as Rangers supporters that we've always had very, very, very good goalkeepers mm. as our foundation. It's always been the foundation of our success. Um, but, yeah, when he, when he eventually has to retire... Then Scott will just freeze and leave the conversation. Absolutely. See in Wolf's house, Mom. I think he might be. <laughs> um, uh, so it's just me and you, the now, Derek. Uh, That's fine. Obviously, the, the, the big question at the start of the game, well, the only question really was who's going to start, Balogun or Hollander? And I think, obviously, if you look, if you look, hindsight's 2020 about Balogun, right decision? So yeah, I would have. I was disappointed not to see Hellander start, but you have to take your hat off to Gerard. He got it spot on. He'd obviously had an inkling that they were going to play two up top for me, and he 
obviously they've played that last few and, and he, he marked his areas really well they tried to get in behind a couple of times and his pace uh, got, got him back in there he defended his box which I've criticised him for really well uh, apart from the first kind of 10 minutes they didn't really get in behind us that much it was shots from distance so you have to give credit to Gerard. he knows the players more than anyone and, he, and he's got the team spot on for me today or the defence spot on for me yeah, I have to say, I think the reason that he probably chose Balogun over Hollander was the fact that Balogun's played a lot more games than Hollander. He's, he's obviously yeah. a lot more and the pace is very for Balogun, which yeah. it showed today it saved us a couple of times. No, listen, I'm delighted for him. He's never let us down. You know, I just prefer Hollander because I'm like a more old-fashioned kick-the-ball-away defender. But listen, Balogun was superb. He was up there for the, the man of the match for me and, 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 and he's a good foil for Goldson with that pace in behind. There's no doubt about it. And there you go, Scott's back with us. <laughs> He's not talking about Stegger yet. <laughs> we're, we're just talking, Scott, there about the, the, the Balogun over Hollander and how it turned out. And, and like I said, the Derek hindsight's twenty twenty, but how it turned out to be the right choice. Yeah, I think he coped with um, the movement and threatening behind of Griffiths and, what's his name, Edward, very, very well. I, I, think, I think the thing about Balogun is... He gives me the heebie-jeebies, but he's he's got an excellent recovery. He's he's, he's he's very very quick to make amends for his mistake, and I suppose that that, that does help. And he did have a a, a fairly solid game. I mean, I'm hesitant to say too much because I didn't think defensively as as a unit we were overall that great. But another clean sheet. No, absolutely. And we've got a wee comment for Aldo. Um, two McGregor's were class today. There you go. I just thought I'd put that in. Love it. First, first half, Derek, let's, let's try and be um, as honest and as impartial as we possibly can. That was dire. We were nowhere. We were absolutely nowhere. We couldn't put the uh, two passes together. Our shape was all over the place. Now, credit to Celtic for, for forcing us to play like that. But for me, we didn't keep take care of the ball, so they could have been playing any any formation they wanted to play. If we don't take care of the ball, we're going to struggle. That could have been the same against any team today. But listen, we stuck in there. The fact that it was all now at half time that gave me a bit of hope because they battered us. Let's be honest, maybe not as many clear cut chances as, as they maybe should have, but they battered us in terms of possession, and they, it was now now. So if I'm getting if I'm Gerard, I'm getting the team in and going. Look, we've been rotten here. We've not done anything. The score is 0-0. Zero, zero. If we lift this 10 to 15%, we've got a chance here. And that's exactly what we did in the second half. Um, but the first half, they were the better team. As I say, they never they never capitalised. They, they weren't as clinical as we were, put it that way. Why were we so poor in the first half, Scott? Oh, Derek touched it there. We couldn't, we couldn't even keep hold of the ball. Um, for me, yeah, it's, it's, it's really imperative that you actually... Look to find your man when you play a pass, and I, find, I thought we were quite lazy, and I thought we uh, were quite arrogant with the ball, just simply passing it off just for the sake of passing. And I think when you look at us and our patterns of play, it can be quite predictable to read. So we didn't actually change anything up. We didn't throughout the whole half. We still tried the same patterns. Um, it was actually noticeable in the second half when Haji came on and changed things. We actually the, the the way that we were passing the ball also changed. We started to look more into the channels, trying to get in behind them. But we never did any of that in the first half. It was always in front of the Celtic defence, and that played into their hands because they wanted to play a night a nice tight narrow game, and that's continually what we did. We we didn't do any of what we we're good at, but we didn't try and do anything different than we ordinarily do. 
And we've got a wee comment here as well. I say a wee comment, it's quite long. Isa B, it's all about the McGregors and about it. Now the opposition knows how it feels to be the better team in an old foreign game and have to stomach a defeat, no shots on target. And I mean, Derek, I don't want to try and rub it in too much because, like, like Scott says, you know, nothing's won yet. We are 19 points clear. It was a great victory. We snatched it for the jaws of absolute annihilation. But as Isa B says there, you know, the, the two McGregors and I mean, I could waffle on for ages here, but I'm, I'm just ecstatic about the result. Listen, so am I. I'm ecstatic. That, as I said, that's a common of age result for me. Although we've won uh, 20 out of 22, it is now. That one, if we'd have dropped points today or, or lost, um, there would have been questions asked. We go to Patoja next week. Then all of a sudden, if you drop points there and then they're back in it, the word hope for me is massive. It's been taken away from them now. We can only fling it away. There's nothing they can do to affect us now until March the 20th or something along the lines. We can go 22 points ahead next Sunday. That's what it's all about. And with this eight days rest that we've now got, uh, it's going to be key for the players. We have got to turn the screw now. We need 13, po 13 wins from the remaining games. That's the aim. Never mind them. Go and get 104 points, 105 points, whatever we can get to. We have took the, took the legs away from them today. They battered us and they've went up the road with zero points. That is a great feeling and that is the results you need to get to win leagues. And I'm trying to can it in here. Um, <laughs> but you need to remember some of the games that we've sat through in the last yeah. five or six years yeah. and to watch them play the best they can, the best I've seen them play this season and they still lost. That is magnificent. Magnificent. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Can we just like bottle what he just said there up and just <laughs> oh, fantastic? There'll be so many people, so many people screenshotting this, by the way, but I don't care. That's how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, I was <laughs> at half time having to come on here after that. I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> but Scott, listen, there was a few meaty challenges in the game, um, and Sky. I think spent about 45 minutes talking about the uh, Morelos challenge in the first five minutes, but you quite rightly in the group chat brought up Sorrow. Yeah, I, th I thought it was absolutely ridiculous because um, Sorrow made three, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they were particularly nasty challenges, but they were bad tackles. They were late and they were niggly. And after the third one, Madden went, right, that's your three. Mm. You're done now. Yeah, and, after the fourth, and after the fourth one, it went, no more. I thought, how many is going to get away with that? And it was only the fifth one. Because, I mean, you, you couldn't escape the yellow card for that one. They actually gave me the yellow card. Um, but, but as you say, I mean, Sky just absolutely loves slating Morelos. Absolutely. Yet, I think we can all agree that it was, it was a bad tackle. I wouldn't say it was particularly nasty. It was just, it was just late. Mm -hmm. Just tried to nick the ball. He got his ankle. But we saw those all game. And what highlighted it for me was the reaction that they spent talking about Morelos and trying to work out how bad that was bearing in mind it's the first five minutes of the old firm game compared to when Duffy came on and he did a very similar but he also scissored Ryan Kent in the middle of the park he said oh yeah it's a yellow brush it off yeah hold on you're not going to spend five minutes analysing that one as well <laughs> yeah we'll come, we'll come to that in a sec We'll, we'll come to that in a wee sec. But in half time, Derry, and we've discussed it, look, we were terrible. But the performance was, I mean, if you want to be as harsh to say, pathetic. We, we didn't lay a glove on Celtic. So you were expecting a change at half time. But were you expecting that change to be roof? No. I would have took roof off. I, I know we're talking about it before we come, came on this, but I would have probably took roof off because Morelos is, is he can hold the ball up and he, he end up getting the guy sent off anyway. 
it's hindsight's a wonderful thing, but I thought I wouldn't have changed anything. I would have gave the players another 10 minutes to try and get a foothold in the game, but there's no doubt about the change helped that. Aribo dropped a little deeper, more into Davis. It gave us that extra man. We're much better on the ball. Davis was superb in the second half because he had the extra legs and about him for me. Uh, I thought Gerard again, uh, I've criticised him in the past, but he got that spot on for me. I didn't really agree with the, the change at the time, no, but I mean, he's got it spot on. You can't argue with that. Morello stayed on, uh, ball down the channel, he's got the guy sent off, so that, that's vindicated it for me. Um, so he got it spot on. Hadji got into pockets of space, he got on the ball. He also won some tackles today, which I've not seen from him before, which was absolutely brilliant to see because they were running over the top in this first half. And for that first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, we, we totally we totally fixed that uh, with the substitution. So fair play, and as I said, hat off to Gerard for, for seeing that and doing that. I mean, again, I'll say it, hindsight's twenty twenty. When obviously when you're on these match reactions, everything mm-hmm. is, is hindsight. But Scott, again, did, were you a bit baffled by Roof coming off Hadji on? I mean, obviously not Hadji on, because, I mean, you've got such a massive crush on him. But were you, <laughs> were you disappointed it was Roof? Uh yeah, so at the time I was thinking it's not Kent State, it's not going to happen for him. He was probably in the him or Morales. I'll probably say, actually say more Kent is guilty giving the ball away from those cheap cheap passes, particularly as you expect so much from him. Um, I think Morales is on the pitch for for his strength, not necessarily for his build up and hold up play, which he has improved on. So you expect more from Kent. So I think it's not his day. Get him off. But I think what Jared was thinking was Kent has more. Uh, about him to get in behind and he's got a bit more pace than Roof and I think he's recognised that it wasn't happening in the Celtic defence between the three of them so something had to change what Hadji did when he came on obviously he dropped deeper uh, he was able to pick up the ball not only that retain the ball and what he's been guilty of is giving away the ball too cheaply and he didn't do that he used the ball so well um, and I think he's really coming on to again if he had another yard or two of pace he would be. He wouldn't be a Rangers. He wouldn't be a Rangers. He, yeah. I think. I think the boy, boy's football brain is second to none in Scotland. Um, I don't think he's, you know, quite up there technically ability-wise. But you know, he makes it very easy left foot, right foot. Uh, but it's it's an absolute joy to have these options in the squad. And that change changed the game because it stopped them being able to press us quite as much as they wanted to, like they did in the first half, because they're very much aware that instead of having just the three in the middle. We've actually got four central midfielders. Am I boring you slightly? No, no. We've got four central midfielders, and they can they can cope with that. They 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 couldn't cope with that. The options that we had for the press. No, no. T- genuinely, something happened in the background, and I don't want to tell you what it was. I know. I got a plane there, Derek. Did you see the rage in Scotland? <laughs> oh, I can. Uh, can I can I talk about Lennon substitutions, Martin, uh, quite quickly? No. no. Okay. Do- Wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> you carry on, Derek. Because uh, I think uh, Leonard's substitutions won the game just as much as Gerard did. I mean, taking Christie off at that crucial time, bringing Brown on, just totally invited the, the pressure onto them when they went to 10 men. Now, I need to, they know they have to react. I totally get that. But they were still getting into wee bits of space when Christie was on. He had a few shots. So I think for me, Leonard's substitutions won the game just as much as Gerard's today. And it, it shows you what we've all been thinking in terms of his tactical news is not quite there. Mm. No, that's I, I, I completely agree with you. And listen, Scott, you mentioned that there it changed a wee bit in the second half, but it didn't change a great deal up until near beat on with an absolute complete moment of madness. 
Now, there will be people, and, and I want to find a comment. Uh, there we go, Melanie Carmuff. According to the Celtic manager, it was poor refereeing, never a red card. So, Scott, was that or was that not a red card? I don't know what, I don't know what game Neil, Neil Lennon's watching. I think... <laughs> I think did, did he want it to be in the penalty area and then rugby tackling for a red card? I, genuinely, the way the way the ball was played, the ball, the, the natural course of the ball was going towards goal. Morelos had completely turned him. Beaton wasn't actually going to catch up with him. Ayer was so far away, he wasn't going to get there in time. I think the point is, Morelos would have got there and he would have had a shot on goal. Mm -hmm. Right, The position of where the ball would have ended up for him to have that shot, we're not saying he would have scored and by the way that we were playing today, we probably wouldn't have had a shot on target. Mm -hmm. But for the fact that Beaton has inexplicably decided to rugby tackle him, yeah, it's, it's, it's a red card. It's a red card. I was I was screaming for it straight away. I mean, it was absolute lunacy. I don't know why he's decided to do that. Lunacy, but it's a red card. It was a crazy challenge, Derek, and one he genuinely didn't have to make. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, they're so wide now. The ball's momentum's going into the box, so I can, I've seen it again. I could see why it's a red card, but Morelos is going wide of the goal. He's going to have to get a good a good shot for there for scoring. He's not in the best of forms in finishing, so it was a mental decision for Beaton. And if, if Lennon's looking to blame the ref, he should look at his own player for me because he should not be making that challenge uh, so, cl so close to the goals in, in that situation. I mean, it's nil-nil. Uh, and the way he pulled him down made it easy for the ref, in my opinion. He's a total professional foul and he deserved to go. Uh, Lennon's obviously just looking for someone to blame that's not his own player. Ah, well, I mean, it's so <clears throat> who is it that said that? I can't even find it in the comments. Always cheated, never defeated. Sounds about <laughs> sounds about right. But then not long after that, Scott, the corner comes in, Aribo gets his head on it, and McGregor gets his shoulder on it, and it's 1-0, and I'm Aye. running I'm running about the living room like a daft wee 14, 15-year-old shout. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think my missus must have known it was coming, because obviously we had that, we, we, for the resultant free kick, we had that that chance and Haji probably should have scored or whoever, I think it was it behind him, he should have at least one, one of the two of them should have scored mm -hmm. um, and I don't know what it was about the result in, uh, next phase in play when we put the corner but I, it was, I, I had a feeling, I, I, I don't know um, but yeah, McGregor's on both both sides, absolute game changers <laughs> Absolutely, and Derek, even when they went down to 10 men, I, and I've discussed this with you guys in the group chat, I am probably one of the most pessimistic <laughs> rangers. I still didn't see a goal coming. I think more so the, the reaction I had to the goal was just sheer relief. Yeah, same for me. I, I, I did go crazy for about 30 seconds and end up back on the couch with my head my hands. You always think we've been scarred before by last-minute goals from Celtic all throughout our history. Uh, whether we're, we're being successful or they're being successful, it's something that they're good at. There's no hiding from that. So, yeah, I was, it was not a nice watch. That last, whatever long it was, was was horrific. It just The time was not moving. And I paced from my living room to my front door about 300 times. At least I got my steps in, which is good. But it was... Uh, <laughs> It was that was tough watch, but I mean, listen, McGregor's not a save to make after we scored. You know, they did a shot from Elianusi, they went over the bar, uh, and I think Rogic had one that was uh, deflected. But McGregor's not a save, not even a catch from across. You know, it's, it's, it's actually really interesting you say that. I also think they probably it, when you're watching it, obviously your emotions and your tensions are high, especially on a day as today is. Um, but I think we'll probably look back, analyze it. Um, and 
a lot of their so-called chances are shots from 25 plus yards and they're very very good at it and it was really disappointing to see that we probably weren't out there closing them down as quick as it should but can you honestly say or, or tell me how many times they actually broke our lines and actually broke through the centre of our defence? I'm, I'm thinking Edward probably in the first couple of minutes. That always happens in an old firm game. The team that comes out on top always gets an early chance. So that, that part is always vital. But after that, yes, I'm just watching with the typical old firm nerves uh, of every time they come forward, they're going to score. Aside from the shots from like 25, 30 yards, and then Christie ended up getting the ball. He ended up shooting quite a lot, and I was quite thankful for that because I think he thinks he's better than he is. Mm-hmm. So he thinks he's as good as what the media tell him he is. Yeah, yeah, but but for me, Griffiths is always the danger from yeah. uh, he, his left foot, and I think he's done it throughout his career, even at international level. He is the obvious danger. In, in those kind of areas. Uh, and I think we stood off them too much in those areas. No, I completely agree with you, B. Griffiths. I've said it for, for years now that, you know, an on-forum and fit Lee Griffiths is one of the best strikers in the league and he's one that absolutely should be feared. And actually, Derek, that's a good point Scott makes. And I think we should take the time to congratulate our defence because they were put under a lot of pressure today simply because we couldn't pass the ball five yards and we were giving yeah. the ball away. And I thought the defence were absolutely magnificent. Yeah, totally agree. A couple of times we were slow out to the ball and that's where Griffiths got his joy. But apart from that, we defended our, our area very, very well. As Scott rightly said, I think Edward got in behind the first minute and he didn't get in behind until about the 80th minute again when Balogun had a block. But listen, Edward's a good player. You know, he's going to get chances. But for 90% of the game, everything was in front of us. And that's what you're taught as a defender. Nothing in behind. Uh, make sure that you defend your box and keep your lines. And I thought we were so organised um, in defence. Uh, slightly up the park, maybe not so much in the first half, but, you know, the defence kept a line. thought Davin, Tavin Bonner really pitched into it as well today, going back the way. They didn't have their best days going forward, but we're a solid unit now. We've lost five goals in 22 games. That's not a, that's not an accident. We have mm-hmm. worked on that for the last couple of years. We've added the correct players at the right times, and, you know, we're looking strong. Celtic now have to be at their best to beat us, and now they've done that today and they've still not beat us. That's how robust we are now, and uh, it's a sign that we're going to do well this season as long as we keep going in the, in the trend that we've set. Oh, how the tides have turned, eh? Oh. Um, there's only one other thing, really, I suppose, to speak about, uh, and Aldo McNaught, Duffy on Kent was disgusting. Now, Scott, I'm not 100% sure if it's a red. I've only seen it once. Um, but your opinion on the Duffy challenge and who not, I must say, when he came on, had an absolute Shane Duffy performance. <laughs> I, I would put it in the category of uh, yellow and a half, yellow and three quarters. It was a really bad tackle. It was a really bad tackle and he could have seen red. Mm. Um, if it was given red, it would have been harsh, particularly. Uh, I think we've got to have all firm allowances. Uh, but Shane Duffy himself. I mean, I've got pals who support Brighton, and obviously, naturally, they're thinking he's going to come up and he's going to come up to Scotland and absolutely strong. And everyone, everyone, especially the so-called experts in the media, they think so. But no one actually watched Shane Duffy play. He is absolutely brilliant in the air. He is so commanding. You know, they were throwing balls up to him in the box. He was in our box when he was playing centre forward for a minute. He was winning those. Ball at his feet. The Brighton fans will tell you. Not so good. What does Celtic need? They need a ball playing centre back. <laughs> Square pegs for holes. It, it just wouldn't work. And it really demonstrated that when, when Celtic needed composure, Shane Duffy at the back bringing the ball out, because Christopher Iyer is excellent at that. Shane mm-hmm. Duffy. 
Um, so thankfully, he was on the park, and I hope he's on the park for the next one. Okay. <laughs> next one and next one. I know I've, I felt really comfortable when I seen him coming on. Maybe brought honest with you, but Derek, for you, red card? Yes, no, maybe. No, I think I agree with Scott. I was shouting for it at the time, but when I seen it back, it was a bit of a naughty one. But probably just a, just a yellow. Uh, it just shows like he's he's came up here. He's thought he could get the cigar out and stroll it, and he's been found wanting. Is he again? He's a good defender, but you need to be quick on the ball up here. People press you high. We might not have the same quality as the Premier League in England has, but what we have is endeavour, and we don't give him a minute on the ball. And he's just came up, and he's he's been a total bomb scare. I mean, it's great to see he came up. He gave it the big end. He was going to do this. He was going to do that. Big Celtic fan, and he's he's it's fell on its backside. And it's great to see because all we were hearing when he signed was that's us. We've won ten in a row, and now he can't even get a game in front of a front of a centre midfielder in defence. So I mean, I've got absolutely no sympathy for Shane Duffy. So I'm enjoying that one today. Right, so James, just before we finish, I'll come to both of you for the same question. In Scott, look. We've won the game, we didn't we didn't deserve to win the game, but it's not always who deserves to win that wins. We're nineteen points clear or ten clear if they win all their games in hand. Sum up how you feel right now as a Rangers supporter. Excited. I'm not excited for this season, I'm excited for next season and the, the season after. Yeah. I just think we, we are on to something special. As long as we can keep the management team and the core of the players, because obviously players will come and go, as long as we can keep it all together and keep the continuity. We are on to some very exciting times. And I think it's been the sentiment for the past couple of years as well. Derek? Yeah, delighted. Today's the turning point. Today is where the momentum shifts to us. We now need to turn the screw. We now need to make sure our recruitment's spot on in January and beyond to make sure we turn this momentum swing into a couple of years, three or four years of domination. Their team is done. Their team is done. They need a new manager. Their players will leave en masse now, if not in the summer. We need to make sure that we turn the screw on them. And that's my focus for the next three months, is keep winning your games, win this league, but make sure we've got a long-term plan to make sure we get back to where we belong. Absolutely. And on that, we'll finish there, gents. So thank you to Scott and Derek. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming on. Um, Thank you to everybody watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Please like, share, subscribe and all that nonsense and we will be back to you very soon with a little rabble extra and we will preview the Aberdeen game so apart from that all that's left is happy Saturday Sports Social Podcast Network Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha in my dentist's office more than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky I never win and tell Well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com Play for free right now Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary Void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply See website for details